0: Hi friends, it's Katie here. Right now, I'm busy working on a special episode that I'm gonna bring you next week. But lately, when I'm sitting in front of my wood stove recording audio diaries, I'm having deja vu because this is where I was when it all began. I was here in front of the fire recording audio diaries way back in March. And I can't believe that we're going into another winter and we're still in this pandemic. I thought it might be a good moment to go back to the beginning so we can see what's changed and what hasn't. So this week, I'm bringing you a rerun of episode one. Join me, and let's go back to the beginning together. This is the Transmission Times.
1: Today is end of the day on March 29th, Washington, D.C., Today was a totally beautiful, amazingly just warm, lovely day in D.C. It was a windows open kind of afternoon. It was just lovely. The light was lovely. And I went out for a run and it was just like perfect. It is weird though. I live near 14th Street, which is one of the main, like busy neighborhoods in DC. And a lot of the stores are boarded up. It's really weird. (laughs) Like we have a new Sephora, which is so wacky. That's boarded up. West Elm is boarded up. There's like a J. Crew men's store, which is boarded
2: up. Saturday morning, I went to our local grocery store, little place in town. So I got there at 8 a.m. and um, I was going for bananas and trash bags, which we were out of. And uh, I saw a notice on the door saying, first hour of the day reserved for seniors, 60 plus only. So I was just thinking, ah, drat. And uh, about to get in my car and go home when a store assistant opened the door and waved me in. He was probably in his 20s. Um, And I said... Oh, so you're not following the, the senior's rule too strictly then. And he said, eh, I figured you were close enough. So I'm, I'm 47 and uh, normally I would be kind of outraged at being taken for 60 or nearly 60. But we really needed bananas. So uh, I just smiled and said thanks and went in and did my shopping and was very grateful.
3: In one month, we will run out of toilet paper. Amazon is out. Everyone is sold out. How does one find TP right now? I find myself pondering. Then I'm hit with my God. I'm worried about running out of toilet paper in a month. Perspective, I tell myself. Take each day and make the most of it. Find the little wonders and share your love in all the ways you can. Be gentle with yourself and with others, especially with your beloved wife. These little mantras run through my heart like a satin
4: ribbon of gold. I went to work on a Friday and over the weekend I started hearing about a week ago we closed our school closures and the school that I work at um, was going to be closed just like thousands of schools across the
3: nation Easter. So for about four weeks. 500 million students
4: are quarantined to their homes. That following Monday after I'd first heard about the closures. I'm trying to meet my students where they are
3: and not overburden them with schoolwork. But at the same time, engage them in something interesting and meaningful.
4: We just started making plans for doing things so the kids could do things at home. I was able to Zoom video
3: conference them yesterday for the first time and I can tell you it made my heart
4: smile and my soul sing. It's a little challenging with the population that I work with because some of them really need that personal contact and they need to be able to see the cues that you're giving them socially. I guess we'll just have to take this one week at a time and see what happens.
5: March 28th, 2020. I found out, maybe two days ago, that our two weeks hiatus from work is now five weeks. And that was a bit of a surprise. I think that is the moment I realized how serious this whole thing was. And I'm still a little bit stunned by it. But on top of that, I found out something about one of my customers. I work in a casino in a blackjack pit, which is probably the most toxic place you could be during a pandemic. You just don't want to be in a place where everybody's facing you and breathing and coughing in your direction. And all those germs are riding on a, little magic carpet of smoke and you really just don't want to be there it's, it's very nerve wracking when you know that there's a bad bug going around but um, I got the word from my coworkers that one of our regular players killed his 10 year old son and then committed suicide a couple days ago and uh, this is just tragic. Um, he'd been going through a terrible divorce. He'd lost his business about a year before that. And I think maybe it was just the pressures of all of this. He probably lost his job again. Um, so the first casualty that I am in some way personally connected with was not related to the virus, but to the deaths of uh, distress that come from this kind of an event.
4: So this is all an interesting thing because it's going to take a big toll on a lot of people. And for each one of us, hopefully, we get back to those things that are important to us. Yes, we'll see where it
5: goes. I'm also a health coach, and so I had a couple of coaching appointments today. It's Sunday, and I always have two standing appointments on Sundays. And today I realized that my clients are doing better in this quarantine than I am. (laughs) I thought, that's a wake-up call, Diane. That's a wake-up call. So I'm pulling together a a schedule and a routine and going to pretend like my home is my job and I'm going there and doing it every day. And my body is my job. And my mind and my sanity are my job. And these are the tasks that I have to take care of during the day. And I think my husband and I will be happier in our little home if I'm able to accomplish those things.
4: It's giving me time to do a lot of self-care, which has been a big problem for me, and not doing very much of it. So I can get outside, I live out in the country, and take my dogs, And look at the sunshine or the rain, because we get a lot of that here. I've known this, I think, for a while, but
1: it's really true. I think that coping comes in waves. Like, I think there'll be days and hours where I feel pretty normal, where I feel like I'm productive and or present, in the world and engaged and feel more alive, like my real self. And then there'll be times when I'm, I'm sad and a little bit anxious and doing what people call, uh, anticipatory grief for all the horribleness. I think that we all know is kind of potentially bound to happen and it is happening. Um, so to realize that there's going to be these cycles between feeling normal and feeling not normal and trying to just keep going and feel the things that need to be felt but not letting it be debilitating yeah
2: well we
0: Thank you to Laura and Lita and Jean and Diane and Brian for submitting the diaries that you heard in this episode. The Transmission Times Project is collecting audio diaries from people like you during this pandemic so that we can create an archive to document this moment in history. If you'd like to join in the Transmission Times and add your voice and your story to the archives and possibly be on the podcast, we would love to have you. Please submit your audio to transmissiontimes at gmail.com If the file's too big for email, you can use WeTransfer or email me at transmissiontimes at gmail.com and we'll figure something out. If you're happy just listening, that's great too. Thank you for being here. Please feel free to share this request for audio diaries and the podcast as widely as you like. Thank you. I'm Katie Sumro. This is the Transmission Times.